Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Mason. And um, before we get into the podcast episode, the main topic, I just want to run something over you guys, um, whoever's listening. I obviously appreciate all you guys listening to all my episodes. Really appreciate you. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. And um, so um, if um, I think a month ago, roughly, I made a quick announcement, um, just a reminder that I started a TikTok channel that's all about sports. And if you if you follow that, you know my name is Mason Talk Sports. So I I, I kind of started to really like that name, um, but I'm I'm kind of thinking about transitioning it over to the podcast name, so it'll just be Mason Talk Sports Podcast. Um, I, I'm, it's kind of quicker, simple, not as long as Mason's NFL and NBA podcast. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it. So if, if my name is changed to Mason Talk Sports, then, um, don't think that this is a brand new podcast. It's the same podcast, just, um, a different name. So I'm just thinking about it. Um, but, um, it's kind of 50 50 right now. So I'm, if, if it's changed, it's, it's, just my podcast. It's not. It's not a brand new podcast. It's not a different podcast. It's the same exact podcast. Same stuff. Um, and if you if you're not following the TikTok channel, go ahead follow it. Mason Talk Sports. Um, we post some good content over there, so I'm definitely happy about it. I like where it's going. I like doing it. I enjoy doing it. And um, yeah. So back. I'm happy back to be doing a podcast. Um, haven't done one in a while. I think it's been almost 20 days, so definitely happy to be here again. Um, um, roughly 20 days, I think. So I went on a vacation a little while back. Um, uh, I got I got back August 1st, roughly, right around there. So I'm, um, yeah, glad to be back finally. And so let's talk about – let's talk some fantasy football. I haven't really talked about fantasy football much on this channel. I'm glad to be doing it. Finally, I love fantasy football. Fantasy football is my favorite time of year. I love draft night. I love going to beat dubs, all my friends, ordering some wins, and winning fantasy leagues. Some of my favorite things to do. Call me weird, but I love winning fantasy leagues. So um, I got um, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. So you guys should uh, – some of these guys are, are guys that you should definitely target early. Um and some are guys that you should um you can probably wait on a little bit, and um that will slip to the uh, later rounds that will definitely contribute for your team. So starting off quarterbacks, I got Derek Carr first. He's the number fifteen quarterback right now for per ESPN, and really it's simple. When you're looking for quarterbacks and definitely skill guys, you want to look at at their teams. I mean, if you're on a terrible team, then you're going to get more targets, but. If, if you're a quarterback and you're on a really good team, that's really good. That's what you want because Derek Carr, the case, he is a loaded offense. He's got guys like Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and a decent offensive line. Not the best, not awful, but um, and a decent offensive line. He has a ton of good weapons, um, and so it definitely makes it harder for a defense, and it makes it easier for a guy like Derek Carr to um, just – I mean, Andy obviously has a guy like Josh Jacobs who can rely on in the run game, and obviously guys like Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, all these weapons. Darren Waller is a good target when healthy. Devontae Adams, wide receiver one potential, 
and um, uh, Hunter Renfro. I've always found him as a sleeper. I picked him up on the waiver wire last year um, for my fantasy team. Probably the best pickup of my life. He saved. I won my league last year, and um, Hunter Renfro was an easy 20 points for me at the flex position, which helped out a lot. So he's another sleeper guy. I don't have him on my, on my wide receiver list, but he's definitely another sleeper guy that I would definitely look at in the later rounds. Um, next, we got Joe Burrow. Right now, ESPN has him at the quarterback seven. Once again, loaded offense. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. He has Joe Burrow has, has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd, who many people have forgot about. Um, Joe Mixon, and now a really good line. So he's definitely gonna, uh, he's definitely getting supported by uh, these guys. And um, as I said, when you're getting, when you want to get a quarterback, you want to get a guy who has a ton of talent around him. And that's exactly what um, Joe Burrow has. Obviously, Jamar Chase can possibly be a top five wide receiver this year in fantasy. T. Higgins is, I think, a top twenty receiver right now per ESPN. Oh, excuse me, haven't really checked, but um, he's definitely got a loaded team around him. Definitely a guy um to I think right now ESPN is guys like Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts over him. Um, but I I would definitely take Joe Burrow over them. Just my opinion. I think Joe Burrow has a better team than those two guys, and um more weapons around him. Next, going pretty quick here, Matthew Stafford. Right now, ESPN has him in the number 12 quarterback spot. Obviously, you know, he has a loaded offense, a loaded defense, just an all-around really good team, has a ton of weapons. Um, guys like Cooper Cup, uh, a good run game, Cam Akers when he's healthy, a uh, good offensive line, um, Tyler Higby for tight end. He's a good, reliable, big target who you can throw to. And it's just a really good team and a ton of weapons. So it's exactly what you want. I would definitely – you can definitely wait on him, take him in the later rounds if, as your quarterback one. Or if you want if, – if you really want to go for one of those big hitters like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, you can definitely take Matthew Stafford as a QB two in the later rounds. But um, if you want to take those guys – Matthew Stafford's a great option for QB, too. And another guy. So, next on the list, we have Tua Tagovailoa. He is a risk. He he is a big, very big risk for many reasons. One, he isn't very reliable. I mean, he hasn't been very reliable. I mean, his offense, I'm not going to say his offense has been very good. I mean, he has been injured and injured and injured. And it's been really tough for him to really get, stay healthy and be good in the league and it's tough when you're not healthy so now that he's healthy he's obviously got teams around him um guys around him Tyree Kill now Jalen Waddle was great last year um they picked up some guys at, at the running back position I believe Raheem Mostert other guys so definitely th- he he definitely has some people around him and now he's had he's had problems with accuracy in the past but if he can really nail that and um, get down to um, just getting the ball to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. I think he'll be a okay, and I think having him as a QB two is definitely the best scenario. If you want to wait, wait and wait and wait to take a quarterback and take two as your QB one, that's not what I would do because two is just such a risk. I, I would definitely want to have a better option than him at the quarterback position. So that's just me. I mean, if you really believe in Matthew, that I mean, not 
not Matthew Stafford. If you really believe in Tua Tagovailoa, you can definitely take him as a QB one and get some better skill position guys in the early rounds instead of taking a quarterback. Whew. All right, so that's it for all the quarterbacks. I'm talking probably way too fast, but, I mean, we're getting through it kind of quick. Now we're going on to the running backs. We got some four, four guys right here. DeAndre Swift is the first guy. Uh, he's the number 10 running back for ESPN right now. Um, and the real, re- the real, oh my, if you want to take this guy possibly in the second round, maybe even the third round, huge, really good pickup because he is the best player on his team's offense. I mean, let's face it, his offense is not that good, but when you have a guy like DeAndre Swift, um, he's probably going to get a lot of carries. Hopefully he does. Cause if he does, he could probably finish as maybe at least a top eight top six running back. I mean, he gets all these carries. His offensive line isn't the best, but he's very good. He's very he's a he's pretty good in the passing game. But um he's he's a very good runner. He's a tough, strong runner who definitely would be a very good pick in the second or third round. Um so I if he slips there, second, third, maybe even fourth, which would probably be crazy, uh definitely snag him. This dude, he's definitely has some potential. Next, um, I have Nick Chubb at number 13, which is he's one of the best running backs in the NFL, in my opinion. I think he's a top 10 running back. But um, obviously, the Deshaun Watson suspension is going to help him out a lot. Um, right now, Deshaun Watson, I think, is suspended for six games, which I think the NFL is appealing it. That could change. But, um, yeah, for a backup quarterback, I, I don't remember who they have. They might have Jacoby Brissett, I believe. I I do believe they have Jacoby Brissett. So Jacoby Brissett isn't the best, but he isn't the worst. So they're going to – a backup quarterback always wants to rely on a good run game. And Nick Chubb is a perfect guy for that. You got a good line and a good running back. Who? You definitely – a backup quarterback, they're not going to – Jacoby Brissett – shouldn't throw the ball like 30, maybe not even 25 times a game. So they're definitely, those first six weeks could be a really good six weeks for Nick Chubb. He's probably going to get a lot of carries during those six weeks, and I'm just going to get a lot of attention. But I do think he is definitely a beast at the 13 running back position. Next, we got a guy who was injured all of last year but could come back and be very good, J.K. Dobbins. Um, he's in a run-based offense with the Ravens, and um, he's finally healthy. He was set for a breakout year, and then he tore his ACL, I believe. Season-ending injury, um, definitely a tough break. But now he's healthy. He's um, he's st- he's now able to participate in training camp as of yesterday, I believe, um, which was August eighth, I believe. I think because I believe it is August 9th today. So, yes, as of August 8th, he's playing in training camp. Hopefully, he'll be healthy for the season. If I'm the Ravens, I'm probably not playing him the preseason, just not to risk anything. But, um, yeah, he, he's definitely in a, he's in a run-based offense, which would be really good for J.K. Dobbins. And um, he's, a, he, I have a, he's a workload. I mean, he can take probably 25, 20, 15 carries at least a game. So I could definitely see him being a top 15 running back this year. He has a ton of great potential. Next up, at 29, the final running back, a guy you could probably take in one of the last rounds of your draft um, if you get lucky. 
AJ Dillon, I like this guy. I really do. I watched him a lot last year. Um, my father, he's a Bears fan, so I normally watch a lot of Packers games, just um, just watching the Packers just, just to see if they would win the division, win that. Well, I'd watch a lot of Packers games. They're always on prime time. Um, so I'd watch a lot of Packers games, and they played my Steelers last year. So, And he almost split the carries with – uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, he's a good pass catcher. But AJ Dillon, he's a pretty good pass catcher as well. He's bigger. Um, I don't know if you've seen that video of him trucking a mascot or something. It might have been at a baseball game or a, a minor a minor league game or something. It was at a baseball game, and they did like an Oklahoma drills. Him versus like this mascot, and he absolutely destroyed this mascot. Like full on Derek Hem- Derek Henry Josh Norman just literally just trucked him. I think the mascot flew like five feet in the air. But what I'm saying is this dude's a beast. He's a workload. He can take a lot of carries. He's probably he's the running back two right now for the Packers, but whenever they need a big guy on the goal line, they're likely gonna go to AJ Dillon. He's a pretty good cast pass catcher and he's uh good at breaking tackles. He's just a good running back to have and to pick him up in the late rounds of your draft, definitely some potential as maybe the third or fourth running back on your roster. Some great potential there. Now we're getting into the receivers. Starting it off with Cortland Sutton. Oh. Oh. It's been a tough excuse me. Yawned. It's been a tough few years for the Broncos recently. But um hopefully with the addition of Russell Wilson, this team can back get back on pace. I do think it's a bit crazy that they have the second-best odds to win that division. I don't get that. I think I'm kind of getting off topic, but just because you add Russell Wilson doesn't mean you're going to beat the Chargers and the Chiefs. I like Russell Wilson. That's not that I don't like him. It's just that he just he doesn't just make a team really good. That isn't really good. So off topic but Cortland Sutton he's got a brand new quarterback Russell Wilson and that's only going to do good for him I if you if if you have him at a flex position maybe even wide receiver two definitely a great pickup I wouldn't prefer him to have a wide wide receiver one just because no just wouldn't be my just wouldn't be my strategy I'm not the fantasy football guru I'm not um Adam Schefter or any of these guys but that's that's I'm not I'm not any of these guys so you don't have to listen to my strategy. But I did win my league last year. If you know any of my friends, ask them. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Oh, uh, yeah. Cortland Sutton, he's got a brand-new quarterback. And he's the wide receiver 28 this year. 28. He's only going to be good. He's only going to benefit from having Russell Wilson at quarterback. So i definitely take him as your wide receiver 2 or 3 or and as you're at your flex, so definitely some potential there. Twenty-eight. Next, we got Michael Thomas, um, a guy who's been injured and off the field for the past, I think, two years. But before that, he was the best receiver in football. If he can get back to that spot, if he can stay healthy, he could he could be huge. I mean, he could be one of the best receivers in the NFL again. That'd be huge. And you might say his quarterback is Jameis Winston. Ask Mike Evans. Mike Evans made Pro Bowls behind Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston led the league in passing yards a few years ago. I don't know how long ago, but it was a few years ago. He led the league in passing yards. So 
he's he's not a terrible quarterback. He can definitely have a bounce back year. And I think having Mike Thomas is only going to benefit Jameis Winston. Mike Thomas, he could be he could be it again. I mean, a couple years ago, everyone wanted to use the Saints in Madden. I mean, you got Drew Brees, yeah, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and Michael Thomas, one of the best receivers in football. Michael Thomas can be I if he can stay healthy, he can be very good. He, I think he could be a top 20 receiver at least. So if you could have him at your flex position maybe, even maybe on your bench as a guy who can sub in any week, definitely a great pickup. Next, a guy who I, who I was sad to watch go, Juju Smith-Schuster. <sighs> right now, he's at wide receiver 32. I'm a diehard Steelers fan. Very sad to watch Juju Smith-Schuster go. But it was for the best of his career. His career is going to be very good with Patrick Mahomes. And so this year, right now they have him at the wide receiver 32. He's got Patrick Mahomes, and he's right now is like the receiver one. I mean, you got – oh, my gosh. I can't stop yawning. You got Marcos Valdez scanning, but he's not really a wide receiver one. He's kind of like a deep threat. Juju Smith-Schuster is the wide receiver one right there. And if you're getting wide receiver one targets from Patrick Mahomes, I think you're in good shape. I think you'll be good. So he could definitely bounce back. He's been playing with an old 40-year-old Ben Roethlisberger his entire career, which I'm not going to say is awful, but Patrick Mahomes is a big step up. So who knows how good he can be with a top with a top-tier quarterback. So that's going to do it for the wide receivers. Now on to tight ends. I only got two because I was kind of running out of space here on my uh, notepad, this little notepad. Um, first, I got Zach Ertz. Right now, he's the number nine tight end. And obviously, if unless you're living under a rock, you would know that DeAndre Hopkins was suspended for the first six games of the NFL season, which is a punch in the face for Cardinals fans. But a... um. I don't, I don't know what to call it, but a, a good thing for Zach Ertz because Zach Ertz is going to get more targets. He's going to get more yards, more receptions. He's going to get all this. He's going to get more stuff now that DeAndre Hopkins is out. So, and he's a pretty good target. I think he was like a, a top 10 tight end last year. And, and these first six weeks, definitely you could put him at tight end. You could start him at tight end. He's just that good. And, He's just that good. He's the best tight end in football. I'm kidding. He's not the best tight end in football. But for the first six weeks, I think he'd be a top eight or top six tight end in football. I mean, Kyler Murray, he's, Zach Ertz is going to be his best available option. So, and Kyler Murray's going to – I have a good feeling about that. They got a pretty good connection. So, yeah, I got Zach Ertz. Number nine, he's definitely got some potential for the first six weeks. After that. Who knows? Pat Fryermuth at number 11. Many of you might not know the name, but as a Steelers fan, I know the name. I definitely know the name. Pat Fryermuth. And obviously, you might say, the quarterback situation is terrible in Pittsburgh. Well, it might be. It might be terrible. But you know what a terrible one, a terrible quarterback wants? Like Mitchell Trubisky, do you know what he wants? He wants a reliable target. Deontay Johnson, not a reliable target. Chase Claypool, not the most reliable target. Pat Firemuth, a big tight end, reminds me of Heath Miller for all my Steelers fans. I He's a reliable target that a young quarterback who's struggling is going to want to throw the ball to. Pat Firemuth doesn't drop very many balls. He 
catches a lot. I just think he's a very good target for a quarterback who's going to struggle. So I definitely think he's going to benefit. Last year was his rookie year, and he played very well. And so he's only going to get better, and I think he's going to benefit from not having Ben Roethlisberger, which sounds weird. Um, I do think I do think he's going to get more targets, especially, as I said, he's a reliable target. Big man. Reminds me of Heath Miller. Huh. So that's going to do it. So quarterbacks. You got Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, Tua Tagovailoa, running backs DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Dillon, wide receivers Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Michael Thomas, and tight end Zach Ertz and Pat Frymouth. So that's gonna be it. Um, don't know when my next podcast is gonna be. Um, I do know that I'm gonna keep posting on TikTok, so make sure you go follow. Um, I do good. I I put out some good content. Um, I'm probably going to put out some more fantasy football stuff on the TikTok. So if, if you need help with fantasy football, just go check out my TikTok. Um, but that's really going to wrap it up for the episode. Um, as I said, the name thing, the whole name changing situation, I might change it to Mason Talk Sports. But, um, yeah, so I already explained that probably like 20 minutes ago. So, um, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much for um listening um hope you win your fantasy leagues and um go follow mason talk sports on tiktok thank you for tuning in have a great day